Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Today we're going to talk about something really important, more important than any piece of gear you're going to buy for a backpacking or hiking trip, and that is your feet. We're going to talk about foot care and how to keep your feet happy while you're out there. Foot care starts before you even step foot on the trail. Know your feet. You need to know not just your size, your width, uh, but where you're likely to get hot spots when you're hiking. Know if you have arch problems. You have high arches, low arches. And keep your toenails clipped. Don't be clipping your toenails while you're out on the trail. I think we've all had those situations where we've maybe clipped our nails just a little too short and it could be a little sore the next day. I like to take care, make sure I've taken care of my toenails like two or three days before I start out on my trip. So it starts with knowing your feet and taking care of them before you even start your trip. Now we're going to look at feet from the outside in. We're going to start with shoes. And shoes is a, a very, I think, could, could be controversial topic. Uh, it's a question I hate answering is, what kind of shoes do you recommend? We all have different feet. The type of shoe that fits me or I'm comfortable with might not work for you. But if you watch enough YouTube, you're going to hear about trail runners, ultras, what are the zero drop, all these different types of shoes that every real through hiker is wearing. I will say this, if you're going to backpack or hike, find the shoes that work best for you. A lot of people who are just getting into hiking or don't do a lot of hiking or are more comfortable with a mid-type shoe made by Merrill or Keen or, or one of the companies that we're just familiar with for making quality hiking shoes. Now, I'm not attacking trail runners. I'm not saying don't wear them, but know what you're buying. Do some research. I, I love YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube videos, but when it comes to your feet, just really do your research, like I said. I'm personally at this point, I mean, I like the low cut. It's kind of like a trail runner made by Merrill. Uh, it's a nice sturdy shoe for me. I carry a pack that weighs anywhere from 12 to 14 pounds. That's what works for me. Okay. And it's taken a lot of trial and error. It's taken a lot of trips to stores to try them on. Don't go by what other people are telling you. The proper footwear is something you need to find out for yourself. Something that I do think is important, and I do this with every pair of hiking shoes I buy, is I replace the insoles. You're really just getting cheap insoles no matter whose shoes you're buying. Spend the money and, and replace them. Get You can buy insoles that are pretty much set for the for your foot. And this goes back to knowing your feet. If you have a high arch, you may need a little bit more support. Again, this is this is just taking some precautionary steps, spending a few extra bucks to make sure you're you're protecting your feet. Because nothing will make your trip more miserable than if you have foot pain, especially like right out of the gate. Having crappy insoles or the wrong insoles, that could cause it. And a really important thing I would say when it comes to shoes is shop for your shoes at the end of the day when your feet are tired or even better after you've gone on a hike go on a 
five to 10 mile hike when your feet are sore and then go try on your shoes and make sure you're wearing the socks that you plan on wearing when you hike. I've had this problem where shoes will fit in a shoe store, but day one or two on the trail, my feet start to swell up and my toes start feeling a little crunched. I've actually gone to a wider shoe because of this. Socks. And now we're going to go another layer closer to the actual foot. I don't need to get into this. I'm just going to say no cotton, okay? There's several high-quality socks out there you can buy. Don't go cheap on your socks. I know we hear there's a lot of gear you shouldn't go cheap on. Sleeping bag being at the top of that list. I would say right under sleeping bag, don't skimp on your socks. I use Darn Tough Vermont socks. I've been happy with them. There's several manufacturers. Spend the money. Get a good pair of socks. Liner socks. Again, this is a bit of a personal preference type of thing. I've used them. I've had times I haven't used them. Currently, I'm not using them and and I'm not having any issues. A lot of people like the NG socks. I like them. They stop your toes from rubbing together. But since I've gone to a wider shoe, I'm not having any issues anymore. So I've gone away from the, the liner. Again, if you go on YouTube, there's going to people insist that you need liner socks you might not again try on that era practice see what works best for you now after the socks let's get into injuries and preventing injuries most importantly at this point we're going to talk about blisters prevention is your best cure if you know you have hot spots on your feet if you know there's parts of your feet that you get blisters on Put something on them immediately. The back of my heels have a tendency to develop blisters. Not always, but occasionally they do. So I put a piece of Luca tape around my heels, just a little square of it, and it protects them. I do that before every hike. Do you use moleskin or Luca tape? Well, this is another area that I've changed. Swore by moleskin for years, and moleskin has its place. Once you have a blister, it's good for treating the blister. But the Luca tape is less expensive and it stays on longer. It's just better, especially if you're doing a preventative measure or if you're catching it as soon as it becomes a hot spot before you get the blister, which is the most important thing. And again, know your feet. You start feeling it getting warm. You feel like there's a blister forming. You feel like something's wrong. Stop, take off your shoes and socks and put a piece of Luco tape on it. That's really the, the, the best thing you can do. On the trail, how do you maintain your feet? Well, every time you take an extended break, whether it's a lunch or just a little afternoon siesta, I've been known to, in the late afternoon, take my sleeping mattress out and blow it up and just take a little nap. Those are the times you should really take your shoes and socks off and air out your feet. Let them breathe. The more they can breathe, the more they can dry off, the happier they will be. While you have your shoes and socks off, that's also a good time to inspect your feet. Look around and see if you have any spots that are starting to form. Anything that looks like it could potentially be a problem. I like to bang my shoes out, make sure there's no pebbles in there that, or any, you know, any dirt that might have gotten in there. I can get all of that out. Once you get to camp... Again, this is kind of a, you know, what side are you on issue? Are you a camp shoe person or are you not a camp shoe person? 
Personal preference again, everybody. Personally, I'm a camp shoe person. I get into camp, the pack comes off, the shoes and the socks, they come right off, and the camp shoes go on. What exactly are camp shoes? Well, you could use flow, um, you could use shower shoes, you could use flip-flops, you don't have to spend a lot of money, or you could use Crocs. I've used all three of those at different times. My preference has always been Crocs, but they are a little heavier. Uh, I I like the Crocs. I've, the, sour, the shower shoes are great because you can just slide your feet in and out of them. I want my feet to be out of my sh- damp shoes and socks, especially if it's a day where my feet have been wet all day. I want them out and I want them to get dry. After I've had an opportunity to set up camp, if possible, I'll rinse out my socks because, as I said in a previous episode, I I will actually use one pair of socks on a whole trip. I'll do my laundry and that pair of socks will get washed. But if I'm taking care of them, if I'm in a situation where I can get some water and I can rinse them out, my socks are usually dry enough the next day where I can put them on. The other thing I like to do is, and this is really important, keep your feet clean. I use these wipes that I could... uh, I like to get in between the toes, get all the dirt off my feet. And that's for two reasons. You don't want to bring that dirt into your sleeping bag. And second, it's just healthier for your feet. Less friction. Dirt starts to build up on your toes, on your feet. That's That becomes a source of friction. Friction is what causes blisters. I also like to sprinkle some foot powder on my feet at the end of the day. I'll put a little bit on after I've cleaned my feet up and dried them off and then I'll put a little bit on before I get into my tent at night. Some people will uh, they have these little cork balls or tennis balls and they'll roll them on the bottom of their feet, help stretch their feet out. That's important to do too. You want, just like any other part of your body, when you stop using it, it's going to tighten up and it will get sore. So it's something I've tried to pay closer attention to, even though I'm not bringing a cork ball, which I know has an actual name for it. Uh, or a tennis ball with me to roll underneath my foot. I I am doing stretches with my feet at the end of the day and before I start my hike. With your shoes at the end of the day, an important thing to do, let's just point this out, take your insoles out. This will allow the inside of your shoes to dry a little bit better. It won't guarantee they completely dry. At least some of that moisture will have an opportunity to escape from inside. Your shoes get smelly because the bacteria starts to build up between the insoles and the shoe itself. It's just a good practice. The next morning, I will do my little stretching. If you have the ball, stretch your feet out a little bit. Using that, apply a little bit of powder. And if possible, you put on a dry pair of socks. You're not always going to have that luxury, but when possible, you put on the dry socks. Blister care, that's probably a whole nother episode. And it's not an easy one to address in a podcast because there are some visuals involved in something like that. Learn how to properly deal with blisters before you go out on these trips. A lot of people in their hikes because they get have they develop blisters and they get infected. There are some seasoned hikers out there. There's some people who who backpack year round, triple crowners, who still get blisters but they complete their hikes because they know how to treat the blisters. Blister treatment is such an important part of your first aid knowledge. Please learn that. 
I may do a YouTube on it. Haven't decided yet. Big part of keeping your feet happy. Sometimes blisters are unavoidable. I developed one last year. I hiked seven straight days and through puddles and mud and just it never, never at any point did my feet get dry. Um, it was just miserable. And on the last day while hiking into town, didn't get a full blister, but my toe was getting hot. If I had hiked another day like that and didn't treat it, I, I would have had a blister. That's all I got on foot care for today. It's summer. It's beautiful out there. Well, at least here in the Northeast it is. I know some parts of the country you guys are roasting. Hey, get out there, have some fun, and take care of your feet and be safe. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, PapaBearHikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.